If you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. We are Tim and Christina Madden. Hey, if you don't know us, we are on a mission to try to save corporate America. So, hey, if we help people that are targeting six figures and multiple six figures land new jobs quickly, we do a lot of other stuff. But we're going to get started on today's episode. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network, which is the fastest growing career network on Facebook. Check us out. I think we're approaching 9,000 members now. And of course, if you're watching in the ECN, say hi below. We also stream to our friends over at LinkedIn and on YouTube. And then when we're done, we upload it everywhere on the internet. There is payment for this message, though. You have to do one of two things. You have to share this with a friend who, who needs to hear this information. <laughs> and if you get any value, hey, do me a favor. Leave us a, re- a review over on iTunes or Spotify. We have a really, really good topic for you today. But before we get started, I just want to say, as always, me and Christina are going to remind you every single week, if you're not growing in your career, if you've been having problems finding a new job, if you know you were meant for something more and don't know where to start, hey, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, see um, information on people we helped and the ability to schedule a call with us. So without further ado, let's get started. Christina, episode 51, three ways leaders can protect employee well-being this year. Yes. So this topic is soaring at the number one hottest topic um, among corporate America today. So you guys are definitely in the right spot for the next 30 minutes. Not only pre-pandemic was this a huge issue, but post-pandemic certainly an issue. And you hear it all the time, right? There's a lot of narrative out there about this. And What our mentor always says is people move businesses, businesses don't move people, right? So you're only as good as your team. So if you're in charge of teams and culture, you might want to consider even taking notes today um, to start implementing some of these strategies and making a real difference in people's lives. Because, hey, guys, like our clients, when they come to us, they're beat up, they're stressed out, they're overworked, they're unhappy, unfulfilled in the workplace. So these are some things that we can start putting into place. So... Before we get started on employee well-being and how we can protect it, you're probably thinking, hey, Christina, like, what does that even mean? Like, what is employee uh, well-being? And what it really is, is it's the overall mental, physical, and emotional, um, even economic health of the employee, right? It's easily influenced by various factors, such as the relationship they have with their coworkers, organizational culture, the decisions they make, um, the tools and resources that they have access to. That's something I really want to talk about. Uh, would we get into the three ways to to manage this? Um, but after coaching thousands of directors, VPs, and executives, I can just tell you that the primary cause for the lack of employee well-being, uh, well-being 
<laughs> beating. Yes, people are taking a beating out there. Uh, well-being is cultural breakdowns, okay, and overall lack of fulfillment. I cannot say that enough. And this may sound foundational to some of you, but most companies completely miss the mark on this, okay? Um, employee well-being will boost the product, uh, productivity and performance. I mean, that sounds like a no-brainer, but again, like if you're not meeting your goals within an organization, you really have to look at this. Um, but when feeling well, employees display healthier behaviors, better decision-making, um, there's higher employee morale, employees feel more competent, confident, and really valued when their needs are met at all levels, including physical, mental, and financial. So let's get into it. Excellent. Hey, before we get into the, the three ways, hey, businesses want two things, right? They want to save money and make more money most of the time, right? Sell their products and services, et cetera, to, to more people, right? And if you don't do these things, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to do that. Very difficult for you to, this is kind of like, hey, why is this important? Yeah, employees, yeah, they need to be taken care of. Listen, by not doing this correctly, okay? going to be very hard to achieve your career aspirations, whatever they are, or make significant change inside of an organization. So let's get started on the chips for you. Okay. So number one, introduce the concept of mindfulness to your employees. Okay. Now, if you don't feel comfortable doing this as a leader, Hey, let us know, bring us in. We'd love to talk to your organization about this because most people don't ever talk about this. So if you haven't done some coaching with your team ever on how to handle the things that happen every day, which truly affect employee performance, which is, you know, <clears throat> how to handle thoughts that they're having, emotions that they're having, they may begin to struggle. Now, the good news with the military, they identified this, Christina, this is something I added maybe 10 years ago. It's called the Master Resiliency Training. This training is amazing. So kudos to the U.S. Army who put that together because I do know, you know, soldiers, it's the same with employees, right? They go through stressful times, right? And if they don't have the tactics and strategies to know how to navigate them, it makes it extremely difficult. So by definition, right, because everyone thinks mindfulness is like, woo, what, what's the word, Christina? Woo-woo, et cetera, right? I don't need that stuff. Hey, mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing on one's awareness on the present moment, which calmly, while calmly, sorry, acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, the sensations that are going around in your body, used as a therapeutic technique. So before Christina takes back over, hey, how can... How can we as leaders manage what's going on every day with our family, with our relationships, with our work, with dealing with disgruntled customers and employees, et cetera? Hey, how can we, you know, handle that situation so it doesn't stress us the something out, right? <laughs> Go ahead, Christina. Yeah, and just like Tim said, you know, this sounds very woo-woo to some people, and some people think you have to be in awesome yoga pants and take your incense out to the woods and that this has to look like this perfect meditation. That's not really what mindful is. It can be for some people and that can be fun, but that's not what it looks like, you know, implementing this at your, at your organization. Everything begins and ends with mindset. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. Self-development and for some spiritual growth. Okay. 
And I coach executives every day about their thoughts, emotions, actions. I did that for about an hour and a half today. And listen, if you're out there struggling with certain thoughts that just keep recycling, you're not alone. Okay. It impacts the quality of your work and your life potential. So mindfulness is a great place to start. Um, we have a lot of tools and coaching on this available at ECU. Like Tim said, um, we even talk about this on our live events, our podcasts. If you get our emails, our, our Facebook group, we have all this information available um, to you. But um, let's say you're a leader already uh, in charge of some teams and you want to put this into place. I actually did some research on some very cutting edge tools that some large organizations are putting into place. Um, the number one selling app on uh, Apple store is the Calm app, C-A-L-M, Calm app. Okay. There's so many resources in there. Um, I just went through a uh, training, LeBron James um, did a training on there, but there's all of these meditations. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. So, so research and offer some of these tools to your team. Say, Hey, everybody download Calm and do one meditation today and just reap the benefits of that. And remember, this is one of the pillars for good health, right? Healthy employees that have a better well-being. You need your people healthy and at work. So definitely be thinking about that. Yeah. And as we, before we move on, Christina, as employers, right, we're in 2022 now, obviously, right? Each year, employee employers are trying to figure out, hey, how can we take better care of our employees, right? And I know mindfulness and wellness has been out for a little bit. Like it's getting like generally accepted, now it's becoming like mandatory of these programs, right? If you can't, um, most people aren't taught this when they're younger. They're not taught that even though it seems like a basic concept, your thoughts that you have that are creating in your head affect how you feel and affect actually what you're going to do or not do. And a lot of the times, while it may sound very logical, if this you've heard this a couple of times, when you actually sit down though, and everything that makes you upset agitated, etc. right? Being really transparent about your own awareness, what affects you and Hey, you know, knowing this loop, sorry, is so important for yourself and so important for your employees. Otherwise you're just going to have lots of chaos. It's just the truth. And, you know, 99% of people are not aware enough to notice the thought. I mean, even right now, there's probably so many thoughts swirling I don't notice. So really your radar for this is how you're feeling, your emotions. Then you can work backwards and figure out what thoughts landed you where. This is so important. I don't want to go too deep into this because it could be a whole podcast on its own. But an, an analogy that I like is let's say you're um, in a chariot right? You're the driver in a chariot. You've got the five horses. Those are your senses, right? If your senses take over and those emotions take over, you're now at the mercy of those horses. You're no longer driving. Okay. And you're making unconscious decisions. So if nothing else aligned with you in terms of that, just realize half of the time you're probably operating unconsciously. So how nice would it be to get back in the driver's seat? Yeah. Um, okay. Number two, so, so we covered introducing mindfulness to your team. I know we're kind of bouncing around here. It's a lot of information. This is a huge topic, by the way. Um, number two, build a great company culture and comfortable work environment. This company culture term, also a buzzword right now amongst corporate America. Um, but let's think of this as a comfortable work environment. Okay, guys? Let's just start there. And research shows that one in six people feel truly connected at work. And shocking stats show that there are people who actually are so upset and so triggered and probably haven't managed their thoughts that their life's mission has actually become to sabotage the company. 
<laughs> okay? So it's very important to have this dialed in. And you can even hire, I hate the word fire, but hire and fire based on the alignment of individuals to your core values and culture. So it's so important. Um, how do I do this, Christina? It's not just an office, a nice office and a great, you know, great food, some really awesome companies out there at private chefs. You can get all your coffee on site. Super awesome, right? It's not just that. You want to create a really omni-connected experience. Another buzzword that I'm loving, loving, loving. Here's some ways to do that, okay? To make your employees feel connected. And that's to instill modern leadership, okay? Modern leadership, really, truly, modern leaders are leading with empathy, transparency, and trustworthiness. Do people trust you guys? You have to ask yourself that. Have a, have a really honest conversation with yourself. Am I being a trustworthy leader? Prioritize purpose, okay? <clears throat> Enable agile uh, organization. So take flexibility a bit further and empower people through technology, okay? So provide access to a robust foundation and ability to exper experiment. Tim has a lot of talking points on, on empowering people through technology, but even I just mentioned one simple one, which is, hey, guys, let's download this app and tap into mindfulness. Like what resources do people have to be connected? What tools do they have? Okay, so that's how we're gonna get people connected in the, in the uh, environment. And that's one way to make people feel really comfortable and happy at work. Absolutely. Especially to this <clears throat> omni-channel experience, right? It's just like, there's not one thing you can do to enhance a company's culture, right? It's not just gonna be like, oh, everyone's fighting and now we get an app and all of our problems are solved, right? So that's why we, we just wanted to say like, hey, leadership is important. Prioritizing your mission is important, right? Figuring out new ways and being agile of working together and delivering on new projects and also having the right technology. So in kind of these four areas, I wanted to share some, some stats with you. So number one is retention. Having this omni-channel approach of these four core areas, right, accounts for 59% of employees' intention to stay. When the cultural norms of the company have people feeling that they work for a purposeful organization, they're being taken care of, they have the tools they need to be successful, hey, they're going to create value and be a lot more effective in their team. And they're going to be a lot more likely to, to, to stay financial okay these omni-channel companies have experienced a 7.5 percent revenue increase year over year trust people benefiting from omni-connected companies like this are 29 percent more likely to experience a deeper level of trust toward their organization and team and then productivity hey who would have thought when employees are taken care of when they're set up for success, when they know the guidelines, when they have the tools, over 90% say they can be successful anywhere doing anything. And that's just not in perception because in 2021, a study done by the University of Chicago and <coughs> said that 40% of people found their work from home productivity to be greater than when they're on site. That just goes to show you, right? Like, these little things, and I know me and Christina just went to, we go to all these masterminds events, right, with a lot of people. And one of the, the things was, you know, things are really simple. Follow me for a sec, right? Like when we add up all of the changes that we look to make, right, 
when we look at them, we're like, that won't be that big of a deal. That's not that big of a deal. That's not that big of a deal. When you take a hundred things and they're all not really a big deal, well, guess what? It becomes a super big deal, right? <clears throat> so creating this omni effective connected type company, right, is going to be imperative because number three, financial security of the employee and the company. And we'll talk about that for a sec. So the cost of turnover is super high. Everyone knows this. You know, there's lots of places online. The most accurate I saw multiple times was it's estimated when an employee loses, it can cost a company, you know, 1.5 to two times the salary. And even if it's an hourly worker, it's going to cost about 1500 bucks. So in an employee's eye, personal wellness is no longer something for them to like wrestle with alone, struggle with it. Just like I said, it's pretty much become mandatory. So employees are expecting their company to be a partner in providing solutions that they might encounter in their daily life as well. You've seen a lot of companies saying, we're going to give caregiving, mental health days. We're going to give personal finance classes, career development, right? Like all of these, you know, training and development opportunities, financial wellness courses, Nearly nine in 10 employees expect their employers to offer financial education and tools for investing, et cetera. So this is like, I know we kind of made, everyone thought it was cool, like working at Facebook, like 15 years ago, remember? Cause it was like, Hey, this is so cool. We have food here and we have this and we have this. And now it's 2022. So what are you going to do to ensure your employees are taken care of? They have the tools needed to be successful so they don't leave you. They're not bickering with each other and you're dealing with all of these problems inside your business unit or business. Yeah. You guys might know a guy named Gary V. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk with Vayner Media. And I tell people this all the time that he's somebody who's really crushing it in terms of this work environment stuff. He actually hired a CHO and it's the second most senior role to him. And it's a chief heart officer. And that person is responsible for all of this and to understand the employees on such a level that they understand what really makes them tick, what makes them want to push harder, what personal, professional, financial goals are going to keep them going. This is so important. It's going to set companies aside. Uh, the, the people who have the happiest employees are going to be somebody who has you know, a team in charge of this. Um, but again, like Tim said, it's 2022. Like we're really missing the mark if we're not diving into some of this stuff. Um, and lastly, you know, well, I'll, I'll just sum it up here. So first we talked about introducing the concept of mindfulness, build a comfortable work environment, starting with some cultural things and connectedness and then financial security and optimal pay, right? Both from the employee side and uh, a profit side. But lastly, we need to be able to have a key performance uh, measurable on this, right? So one way to do this uh, is to measure your pro productivity levels. Like, are your goals being met? Are your targets being compromised? Um, you can even take a look at this down to, like, how many sick days an employee has had, um, how, how many people are calling in sick. Um, this metric can really signal too many overworked employees or generalized stress from work or overall dissatisfaction. So you really want to look at this and be able to measure this. So you're like, yay, Tim and Christina, I implemented this. We all have the Calm app. 
we're doing a meditation together, we feel great. All right, cool. Does your metric that week look a little different and feel a little different? Um, or even over the next 60 days, you know, as it as it did, or what led you to, to implement that app? You want to measure this or set somebody up to be generally measuring this. Um, now, this podcast is mostly geared toward leaders that are already working and you know, want to help implement some of these. But I want to bring this up from the job seeker perspective as well, because as you're going through interviews um, and as you're researching companies, these are definitely things that you want to look at, right? Because you want to protect your own well-being. If some of these things are not in place, or you are, excuse me, guys, in my calendar, uh, or you feel like you're about to get into a situation where your well-being is not protected, okay, red flag, let's rewind some different companies. Super important. So it goes both ways. This is not just for people already working, people who are getting ready to work or are a job seeker. You need to be paying very close attention to this as well. And that is all we have today, Tim, unless you want to add anything. That's all we got. Hey, as always, if you need help in your career, if you know you were meant for something more or Oh, you can go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. If you are an organization that doesn't know anything about mindfulness and would like to bring this topic up to increase your corporate culture tremendously, hey, send me an email at tim at execupgrades.com or Christina with a K at execupgrades.com. We'd love to um, spread this information. Until next time, have a great week, everyone.